0: All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Nick Mangold was selected in the first round of the 2006 NFL Draft by the New York Jets, where he played 11 seasons as their center. He is a seven-time Pro Bowler and an Ohio State All-American nick now makes an incredible barbecue sauce mangold 74 there is a sweet and a hot and i am giving away one jar of each so make sure you are following me on instagram at alec underscore lace to find out how you can grab a free jar of his sauce there is also a link in the description of today's podcast episode we'll take you right over to nick's website you could buy a jar or two i've tried both they are banging we're talking about an nfl offensive lineman who makes barbecue sauce guys it's a match made in heaven if you dads like to barbecue do yourselves a favor grab a jar of Mangold 74. Nick Mangold will be here in just a few minutes to tell us all about the sauce and so much more. So please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Nick Mangold was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the former All-Pro NFL lineman, please make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode as well. All right, and Friday on the podcast, I will be joined by another former first-round NFL draft pick who is currently the executive vice president of football operations for the NFL. Troy Vincent will be here on Friday, so don't miss out on that. And lock it in for next week. I'm going to have either three or four episodes coming at you. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for that to find out who will be here. And here in New Jersey, Governor Murphy has canceled school for the remainder of the year. We kind of saw that coming. It's a bummer for my kids because our oldest graduates eighth grade this year and our youngest graduates kindergarten. Uh, It does pale in comparison to what so many people have suffered during the COVID-19 pandemic, but it still, it sucks nonetheless. I'm sure many of you dads out there have kids that are missing out on proms and sports and graduations. It's a bit of a tough pill to swallow, but hopefully this virus will soon be behind us. We can get back to school in September. So let's go, dads, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with seven-time Pro Bowl offensive center, Nick Mangold. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Manscaped. Manscaped has precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Let's face it, guys, we're all waiting for those barbershops to open up again because our hair has grown out of control during the COVID lockdown. But with Manscaped's third-generation lawnmower, you don't have to wait to shave that unwanted hair below the belt. And let's be honest, guys, when it comes to the bedroom, no woman wants to walk in and find that love muscle buried in the bushes. Get a smooth shave under your shorts with Manscaped's Perfect Package 3.0, which includes the waterproof cordless lawnmower 3.0. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners get 20% off plus free shipping by using the code FATHER at Manscaped.com. Visit manscaped.com or tap the link in the show notes. Use the code FATHER and save 20% off. And enjoy all that extra attention she'll give you when she finds that bald eagle. Joining me now, First Class Father, Nick Mangold. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. All right, let's start it right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I've got four kids. Um, Let's see if I can get it right. They're nine five three and 18 months wow very cool what's the split up uh so it's boy girl boy girl just like we planned um you know uh but it's it's been neat seeing you know having one or two of each um how similar and how different they are and i don't think we're doing anything different as parents but it, it's just their own personalities
0: yeah i'm right there with you we have four kids ourselves and we got the three boys then the girl on the fourth try so um oh, nice uh, what, uh, what type of sports or activities are he into? Uh,
1: so the older one does, he's a football kid. Um, I coached third grade football this year. Uh, we had a grand old time. He likes basketball. He likes, um, we were doing lacrosse this spring until everything happened. And so, uh, he dabbles in a lot, you know, we don't force him into anything, but we tell him to, uh, he's got to do something each season, um, and let him choose the other ones. My daughter's big in the ballet, uh, dancing, and then uh, the little guy, the three-year-old, he—I uh, think he's taken towards soccer. He's probably the most athletic one that we have. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what his path goes.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I, mean, I just got introduced to the uh, the ballet, and then this year gymnastics myself before everything started to go down. So it's interesting <laughs> to see the uh, the other side of it. If you could, Nick, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
1: Yeah, so uh, I went uh, played football at Ohio State University, the Ohio State University played 11 years in the NFL uh, for the New York Jets, and uh, now I'm retired, uh, have been for three years. Um, I started a barbecue sauce company, and I'm a dad to four, so that's, that's my life uh, in a nutshell. Yeah, very cool. I'm going to hit on the barbecue sauce in just a minute here. So uh, how
0: old were you then, Nick, When you, about how old were you when you first became a dad, and, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life?
1: Oh, all right. I got to do the math. I was 26 uh, when I became a dad for the first time. Um, And it was amazing. It was was amazing. The biggest thing that caught me was as you know, we're coming out of the hospital. You were there two or three days and we're we're walking out and they drop you off at the front door and I go get the car and we load them up in the car seat and we both sit down and we're like, so they're just letting us leave with them. Like there's no other tests I have to do. Like I had to do more tests for my driver's license than I did for, you know, a human. Um, so it was life changing. It was, it was neat seeing, um, you know, how my life was now taken care of. Because I've always, um, you know, had we were married, um, let's see, we were married four or five years before we had children. So it was always my wife and I, I always felt like I was taking care of her and I was responsible for her. But now to have a, a life in my hands um, who, you know, is just laying there, sleeping, eating, you know, doing its business. It was um, it was crazy, but it, it gave me so much more energy and so much more excitement that, um, you know, I, I get to do this for him. Yeah, very well said. And I'm right there with you. I remember that just that first car ride
0: home from you driven a thousand times, but all of a sudden. It takes on a whole different meeting, that first ride home from the hospital with your first kid. And for my wife and I, the transition of going, I always like to ask this to dads that got as many or more than I do. Uh, For us, going from two to three kids was the most challenging of the denomination change for us. What would you say it was for you as far as going from which number of kids uh, to the next?
1: For me personally, it was going from three to four. Uh, We had our fourth. I always said, you know, once you're at three, I always compare the number of kids you have to a defense. Um, when you're when you have one, you're playing you know double team man. When you have two, it's man on man. And then when you have three, you're in zone. So I figured you know four, we're already playing zone anyways. How hard could it be? Um, but it also coincided. She was the only one that was born while I wasn't playing, um, so I was home a lot more. And it was that was a huge transition. Probably took four four to about four months for me to get out of that newborn fog and realize life still goes on, and I got to figure out how working. Uh, life with four kids instead of three kids is going to work because you know it wasn't working at the time. So it was three to four for me was huge. Yeah, you kind of go to that prevent defense at that point, right? Yeah. Well, now we've we've added an extra defender, so our our oldest does a lot more parenting than he probably should. Yeah, th- that's what helped us going from three to
0: four. Is my oldest it actually is actually his birthday it's today. He's fourteen, so it's like. Yeah. When we had our third one, they weren't quite there yet. So it was like having them where they weren't old enough to really take care of themselves and do things independently, like, you know, brush their teeth and change themselves. Like when you still had to do that with the toddlers and then have the infant, it really was. It made for that. That first year was like one long day for us. And then uh, they were older for the fourth one. So they were able to be help us out more with the fourth kid. So that, that, that did make our transition a little easier with the fourth. Um, what, what are some of the values that you're hoping to inst- uh, top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids?
1: Um, You know, I think the big thing for me is uh, love of family, Um, you know, of doing things the right way, Um, being disciplined. You know, if you have something to do, you do it and get it done. Um, Seeing things through, like we won't let them quit something. Um, You know, if they halfway through, they you know, I'm I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Well, you got to finish because you signed up and you started. So uh, those are the big ones for us, you know, um, enjoying the family time. We try to spend as much as possible. Um, especially now that we have a ton of free time, um, you know, it's, it's been, um, it's just, it's something that I think having a, a close family and having, you know, your siblings is, is something special.
0: Yeah. Very well said.
1: And I want to jump over here now to your, uh, to your barbecue
0: sauce. Those watching on YouTube here, I'm holding them up. It's Mangold 74 barbecue sauce. We got the uh, sweet with a little heat and the, a little sweet with a whole lot of heat. I went over to the, uh, the hickory tree deli. I picked up uh, a bunch of jars so that I can have some. I tasted the hot. It's really good. We had it with some chicken uh, yesterday or the day before. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to give away a jar of each to the listeners out there. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, get over to my YouTube channel, subscribe, and then drop a 74 in the comments. I'm going to pick uh, a winner. One's going to get the hot. One's going to get the sweet. Uh, Nick, what, what was the genesis of the uh, 74 barbecue sauce? And what can you tell
1: the listeners about it? So this was uh, my wife uh, is very smart and sneaky. Uh, my first Father's Day, I believe she got me a, a big green egg, and uh, I had it, and you know I enjoyed it, but I didn't really know what to do with it. And then uh, a, a while, about four years after that, uh, we got an assistant offensive line coach who is a uh, he's a, bar- a professional barbecue judge in uh, Montana, and he he sucked me in. He came over, he held my hand, showed me how to do brisket, pulled pork, and from that point on, I just fell in love with it. And so as I was going along. You know, I was going to the store and buying barbecue sauce and I thought to myself, you know, I think I can make something better. Um, so about probably about four years ago, I started uh, tinkering, you know, finding recipes online, trying things out, switching things here and there. I uh, came up with one that I liked. And, you know, everyone always anytime you feed somebody something in front of them, you know, they're not going to tell you it's bad. So it, it got a good response. But I was like, I don't believe anybody, you know, because they're not going to tell me no. Um, so I was with my guy who's uh, my partner in this, and and he said, you know what, we should sell this. And I was like, listen, I know you like it, but I don't know if anybody else likes it. And he goes, all right, you know what I'm going to do? Make me a batch. I'll take it around to a couple people. I won't tell them anything about it. I'll just tell them to try it, and then, you know, we'll see. Uh, it came back with a great response, and so we decided that, uh, all right, let's go with it. This was about a year, a little over a year ago. Uh, we started the process because uh, I had the sauces. I just didn't have the ability to, you know, jar them and everything. Um, So learning about label design, um, logo design, bottle selection, uh, the whole process of distribution, it's been life-changing because it's a whole new world for me. Um, But it was was a lot of fun. And as we were going through the process, I wanted the opportunity uh, to have my family involved in it and to have a charity component. So my family being involved, right now we have two sauces out. Uh, I'm hoping to expand to four um, as soon as we can, because uh, each one is going to coincide with one of my kids. Um, so the OG, the, uh, the Sweet with a Little Heat, that's my uh, firstborn son. And the, uh, the OG Spicy is my second son, because he is the, a carbon copy of the OG, but he's just a firecracker. Um, and then I have some ideas for sweet sauces for my two daughters. Um, and the charity component is, uh, we work with answer the call, uh, who works with families of, um, fallen first responders here in New York city. And they do amazing work. And I've been with them probably six years now. And this is an opportunity for me to, a portion of the proceeds of of each bottle, uh, will go to them. And so I can help them, um, not only, you know, with my beautiful smiling face, um, but also, you know, with a little bit of money too. So, uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's neat having a passion project. Uh, that seems to be taking off a little bit. Um, and it, it's, it's been just a, a fun learning experience.
0: All right, dads, today's podcast is being brought to you in part by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. With everything going on right now, there is no better way to get results about your health without having to step foot in a doctor's office. Do you think you have a hormonal health issue that could be affecting your sex life? Did you know that 80% of sexually transmitted infections are asymptomatic? Right now, you may be afraid to go to the doctor's office to get checked because you don't want to catch COVID-19. That's where Let's Get Checked comes in. Your test is delivered straight to your door. You self-collect a blood sample from the tip of your finger and mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in a prepaid label. The Let's Get Check medical team is available 24-7 to answer all of your questions. This week, Let's Get Check wants to invite First Class Fatherhood listeners to join their community with a 20% discount code. Visit letsgetcheck.com or tap the link in the show notes and enter the discount code CLASS20. Go to letsgetcheck.com or tap the link in the show notes and enter the discount code CLASS20. It's good to know. All right dads, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Yak Talk Back, the family-friendly way to share your day. Hey dads, do you struggle for more than one-word answers when asking your kids about their day? Do you need some help and stimulation to kickstart the conversation? Then welcome to the world of Yak Talk Back, the brand new Alexa skill from Real2Media that promises to get families talking. A fun, interactive question experience hosted by Yak that combines character voices, kid-friendly music, and sound design. Yak Talkback provides a stimulating and supportive environment in which kids can express and articulate themselves. With new content every day, each session is led by the lovable Yak and consists of a short story and three questions, specifically designed to encourage families to share their thoughts and feelings, all while enjoying some family fun time together. Available now from the Alexa Skills Store in both North America and the UK. Just say, Alexa, enable Yak Talkback and try it for yourself. It's good to talk, but it's even better to Yak. Yeah, I love the vision, Nick, and I love the the mission that you're on here with it. And uh, like I said, I just want to show it again there. And I I love the packaging. It's delicious. And if anybody should know how to make a barbecue sauce, it should be an NFL offensive lineman, I would think. So... uh, uh, I wish you the best of luck. Now, if the listeners want to buy a, a jar, is it available online now or is it in store only? How does that work?
1: It, we're available online. We, uh, we have been for about the past month or so. So it's 74BBQ.com, uh, 74 spelled out. Um, we're hoping to get distribution in the grocery stores. That was our, our we had a whole big plan, uh, media extravaganza. And then um, this happened. So uh, we're, we're going slow, but we're still able to ship and produce. So it, 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 we're grinding it out uh, as we go through this. Very cool. Yeah, I'm going to drop a link in the description of the
0: podcast episode. This way my listeners can tap the link get over there, buy a jar. And if you guys just subscribe to YouTube and drop a 74 in the comments and you have a shot to win a jar of the sauce here. One of the sweet, one of the hot. And talk about what this is going on right now. We're right in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic. You have four kids like myself. Um, I've added the homeschool teacher, but I got to be honest, the teacher has been doing a great job with the kids getting on there, doing this stuff online. How has it affected you and how's your family been handling it?
1: Yeah, the teachers have been amazing. Uh, having to deal with this whole new world, um, you know, it's funny as people talk about uh, we're doing homeschooling now. Um, I, one of the other fathers that I'm friendly with, he goes, "Listen, I'm not doing homeschooling. I'm doing crisis schooling." You know, homeschooling, you get to take them to zoos, and those people choose to do it. Like we didn't get to choose any of this. Um, so it, it, it's it's kind of crazy. You know, we have uh, it's so third grade, pre K four and pre K um, three. It, it's it's a little adventurous. My my third grader. Needs a little bit of hand holding because I think that's he knows that's his only way to get full attention. Um, so he's sneaky as well. But it, it's been it's been neat having him home and being able to spend time together. We've spent a lot of time outdoors uh, in the backyard playing. Uh, we're doing a lot of grilling and smoking, which is a fantastic opportunity. Um, and, you know, just trying to make the best of it. we planted. a This is a good one. Um, we it was Arbor Day last week, I think. And my wife came up with the idea and said, hey, let's plant a tree but we're going to call it our corn tree. And, you know, that way 20 years from now, the kids can look back and say, you know, oh, we planted this, you know, when we were going through that. And hopefully it reminds them of all the good times uh, that we were able to hopefully have while going through this. Yeah, that, that, that's incredible, Nick. I love that. And
0: I think I do a little bit of a disjustice to when I say that I'm homeschooling. I think in the beginning, it was kind of like a little more tongue in cheek, but uh, it would definitely take away from the people who are actually homeschooling and from the teachers that are doing their job there. So it's uh, it's more of just trying to, uh, get them in front of the computer now, which is it's kind of weird because we're always telling them to stay away from the technology. Now we're like, get on that computer there. What are you doing, you know?
1: Why aren't you getting more screen time? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, getting back into your, your NFL career, Nick, I know you were playing with some injuries there towards the end. W- with The fact that you became a father, did that play into you, retired from the NFL, or was it the time was just right for you?
1: Uh, the time was right. You know, I think it was a, a perfect storm of uh, injury, finished it off, and I had enough time off. Uh, while I was rehabbing that I really enjoyed um, spending time with the kids. Uh, I think that all kind of combined where it just made it the right time to, to call it quits. I was able to play for one team. I'm really proud of that, that I uh, spent my whole career with one team. Um, and so that it was it was all kind of uh, – it was a handful of factors that mixed in.
0: Yeah, good stuff. And what about uh, a big all-offensive lineman here? What, what I'm sure you have a lot of discipline when it comes to playing football. But uh, what is What do you like as a disciplinarian, as a father? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with?
1: Um, Yeah, it's a little different than what I grew up with. But, you know, I think I'm the discipline one. Um, They know that uh, mommy will send them straight to daddy if they if need be. Um, But, you know, I I think it's you got to be tough, but you also got to hug, you know, and I I think it's it's you know, we'll find out in 20 years if it works. Um, And that's the crazy part. You know, you do all this and you have no idea how it's going to go. Uh, you just keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best. Yeah, and just to get your opinion
0: on this, Nick, I-, I love to ask all the NFL players that I get on the show here just because it's a it's a difficult th- uh, decision for a lot of dads, a lot of parents out there, whether or not to let their kids play tackle football with everything that's been going on out there, the reports about the the concussions and all that. How do you kind of feel about young kids playing tackle football and what's a good age for them to start?
1: Yeah, you know, I think a good age for them to start is whenever the the kid and the parents are comfortable. Um, you know, I-, I-, I can't put a number on it. Uh, my son's nine he played his first year of tackle football this year that's the same age i started um i think you have to be smart about it you got to pay attention to your child you got to pay attention um to how the coaches are doing things and you know you, you just can't take your eye off the ball um you know but to say like oh they can't play till sixth grade um i think does a disservice to some of the kids because I, I think football the game of it uh the the teamwork the camaraderie the discipline of it um is good for kids and you know i think that uh as long as you're smart about it, you pay attention, you pay attention to the kids, um, it, it can be done the right way.
0: Well said. What's next for you here, Nick? I know you you got the sauce that you're working on now. Well, What other kind of projects you have? What does what the future hold for you? What kind of goals you have? For the, uh, what's coming up next for you?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is getting these next two sauces put out. Um, you know, that's that's my goal. Uh, we're going to grind through that. To, to, so that way I have the, the family of four um, ready to go. And then, you know, until – my kids get old enough; they're in full-time school, and they get tired of daddy being around. Uh, I think I'm going to, you know, try to spend as much time as I can with them, and after that, you know, I'll see where the road takes me. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, too. Father, NFL
0: offensive lineman, with an aunt that's an Olympian. Uh, how is uh, what's your relationship like with the kids and uh, with your sister? There, they, they have a good relationship. What's that like when she comes over?
1: Yeah, it's um, they love it. You know, it, it's it, she still lives back in Ohio, um, so she doesn't get up as much. Uh, but they always love when Aunt Holly comes over. Um, and, you know, it, it's funny seeing them, uh, seeing my sister with my kids, um, because it's just, you know, you never think of that when you're growing up. But now, you know, now it's reality. So it, it's pretty cool. And, you know, they're pretty fortunate to, to have, you know, a U.S. Olympian in the family. Yeah, incredible stuff. And
0: last thing I want to hit you with here, Nick, i love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening?
1: Uh, you know, enjoy every time. Don't rush things. You know, I, I remember with our uh, son, he was getting to be four or five and you're starting to kind of shake a little bit like he was going to crawl. And, and I was I was so excited for the next steps. It was like, oh, I can't wait till he crawls. Um, but you kind of you miss things along the way. And uh, it's, it's neat seeing um, how. Like, I, I want to slow everybody down now after, you know, wanting always the next step for my oldest. Um, you know, every child after that, I'm like, oh, you don't need to walk yet. Like, it, it'll come. Just, you know, stay stay young. So uh, I think that's a big thing. Don't rush it and enjoy the moment. Yeah, well said. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. I got to
0: say, Nick Mangle, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Nick Mangold for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback and do yourselves a favor, guys. Tap that link down in the description and get yourself a jar of Nick Mangold 74 barbecue sauce and you will thank me later. Uh, Friday on the podcast here, the current executive vice president of football operations for the NFL, Troy Vincent, stops by. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore lace to find out who will be joining me here next week. got a lot of great guests coming your way soon. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.